Welcome to the Hood Science Podcast. Science episode. niggas. This nigga, hey. Hood Science. Yeah, I call it Science Niggas. Hood nigga. Science. That might be the intro. He would, hey. I'm going to be like, welcome to the Hood Science Podcast. You're going to be like, Science Niggas. Say that. Yeah, I, yeah, we'll say that. But y'all, hey, what's up, everybody out there? Um, if you listening and you used to be on Outhouse Music, Outhouse Music is no longer. It is Hood Science Podcast. Me and Tank talking about science from the hood. So that's what's up. So um, we started this podcast. This is our first episode. We started this podcast with the perspective of just thinking like, man, me and Tank really love to talk about science. Of course, I studied science. Tank, um, he basically studied science. I've been too. in what science. You IT I, and all I've that? been. I, yeah, I was computer science. But yeah. I've been a science nigga since the fucking third, since second grade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Brick, Brick in the background, can you share the hood science thing on your page while you out there on the live? Um, so we just basically wanted to get together and share our discussions about science, philosophy, anything, uh, pertaining to like just real knowledgeable, like interesting things. We, we are the hood Neil Tyson Degrassi. Yes, we are the hood Neil Degrassi Tyson, bro. Like that's true. Like, bro, that's real. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, so if you listening to this, we appreciate it. We know you already was on uh, because you was like, you know, probably listening to Outhouse. So we appreciate you for staying over. Um, if you're from Outhouse and you like, well, damn, what's going on now? What this is? Hopefully you like the podcast and you stick around. If not, fuck you. Um, <laughs> well, since this is the first episode from Switching Outhouse, let us just say shout out to the locks for women. <laughs> and I like Dipset. Yeah, or whatever is just for the car, right? Lots is for live performance. But man, what we yeah. gonna do on this show, y'all? We're gonna talk science and keep it real from a perspective. We're gonna try to keep it in layman's terms from a perspective of the uh, the hood, basically. So, um, me and Cug gonna discuss these things, and we are gonna get at it. This episode um, is brought to you by the expanding universe. That's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about universe expansion. We're going to talk about the size of the universe. We probably get into super massive black holes, maybe space time theory. Did you get the shit I sent you about the shit they just discovered? You seen light behind a black hole for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. That's the bending and folding of space, which is amazing. That's dope. But I, I'm always, um, I'm always, uh, like excited about black hole knowledge because Stephen Hawking, one of my favorite physicists of all time, who loves strip clubs. Stephen Hawking loves strip clubs. You ain't know boy, that, boy. I ain't know that, boy. I swear to God, this ain't nothing. I'm just saying. Boy, that nigga love to just roll into the fucking strip club. All right. <laughs> so now Stephen Hawking has just moved up my list. My top three <laughs> is Carl Sagan, Neil deGrasse Tyson, mm-hmm. Stephen Hawking. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. So um, Stephen Hawking uh, years ago had the theory of black holes. And it was just a theory. We never could prove it. We knew it probably existed because, you know, the theory of relativity and yeah, all the different things. It started things with Einstein. With Einstein. And then recently we proved it by actually taking the first pictures of a black hole. So now we've evolved from that that they had light. They seen light from behind a black hole. Cole, how you feel about that? Well, the first time they seen it was a while ago when they was able to catch an eclipse and see the light bending around wow. it was some shit that was behind the sun we shouldn't be able to see but when the light hit this motherfucking the gravity uh, density in space yeah. yeah the gravity it folded the light around so we could see it and uh it was like oh this is einstein's theories manifesting i just watched something about uh black holes and how large black holes can get 
So you you guys know like there's um, stellar mass black holes. Those are black holes that are about the same mass. And when we say mass, we mean how much does this object contain? Not density. how much space it takes up. Yeah, how dense it is. So a rock can be smaller than a ball of cotton candy, right? But the rock is more dense. It has more mass because it's more stuff compacted into a single space than the cotton candy has on its airy, foamy uh, ball. So I was just watching something about black holes and the mass of black holes and how a stellar mass black hole, you know, a few few hundred or maybe like a, a, a thousand times bigger than the sun or whatever. But then you get into supermassive black holes, they shouldn't even exist. And then you get into ultra-massive black holes, right? So they got, you know, these things are like 6 million, 30 million times more massive than the sun. Or go into the reverse, which... I don't know. Is, Micro black holes. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know if that's a confirmed. It's, I, it is, it's a theory. It's a mathematical we equation. But I mean, when you look at the Large Hydrogen Collider um, in Switzerland, and you're looking at that, and you're looking at them throw particles at things and, and at each other or whatever, and then the particles crash. In theory, it can make two things: antimatter and small black holes. This is how I look at it. If math says this happened. Eventually, it's gonna happen. It's some shit that could be confirmed. Let's talk about it. I don't understand this. See, the theory, the whole thing about these theories shit just fucked me up because well, the word theory is used loosely. Yeah, it people is. be like, oh, the Big Bang theory or this da 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 theory or whatever. Big, well, Big Bang is it's a theory. theory, but I'm saying like a lot of times with these theories, quote unquote, air quotes or whatever, people are saying, oh, well, that's just a theory. No, it's called a theory. Yeah. The, the yeah, theory yeah. of relativity should just be called relativity. Because one plus it's one. It's not a theory. One plus one is two. It's two. God damn it. And you can expand that equation however you want to fucking right. do it. But it's, it's still, still two. solid. Right. Or whatever. Now, when you get into what the real theories is, it's like math says this, but it's multiple equations that says this. Right. So it can't be pinpointed on this theory because it's so many different ways to get to that right or whatever so that's really what theory is or whatever like the like the uh, big bang you say the big bang like the big bang is a mathematical equation can point you to the big bang but it's multiple mathematical equations Equations, right so we're like which one is right right or whatever but uh like yeah you're right like when when a mathematical theory says black holes are gonna exist that's what stephen hawking did or black holes do exist or whatever based on theory relativity then we see it Eventually, based on the theory of relativity, we said we're going to see light behind a black hole. We did. Eventually, based on the theory of relativity, we said we're going to see gravity waves. We've mm-hmm. seen those recently or whatever. So things that, that, was, that was Einstein. Yeah. All it, and Einstein was a long time ago, my boy. Newton and Einstein is two of the greatest minds ever in humanity. That's a cool one. For the, since this is the first episode, people don't really know us. We don't really know our interests in science and stuff like that or whatever. Both of us are Trekkies. Right. Oh, yeah. So we're gonna do two things right now. Who's your favorite real life scientist, ass physicist of all time? Scientist, because you just said Newton, a physicist. Yeah. Who's your favorite of all time? Or whatever. Who you got? Mm. I mean, it's hard to put anybody past Einstein, but the first liter- literal literature literature about. Some physical, some shit that 
I can't get how Newton seen an apple falling and thought it's more to this. And what's crazy about Newton. That's fucking amazing. When you brought up Newton, what's crazy about Newton is years and years later, William Herschel discovered Uranus based on using Newton's law of gravity. He was like, it got to be something else because this is pulling on that because of the mathematical theory because an apple fell from yeah. the tree while this nigga was sitting in the garden. That's, but, that's crazy. And then I go with Einstein more because he was... But see, Einstein built off of Einstein Newton. Einstein is the Jordan of scientists. Yeah, yeah, right. He, yeah, because Jordan built right. off of those before him. Right. Yeah, Einstein is the Jordan of scientists. He's the best, and he built off of everybody else. Yeah. However, my favorite of all time is Carl Sagan. Now, the reason why I say Carl Sagan is my favorite of all time is because of the TV show he used to host back in the he day. He bought it to the public. Yeah, he bought it to he bought it to me. As a Socrates kid, would get killed. Yeah, yeah. As a kid, or shoot, um, um, not just Socrates, Newton. Copernicus. Copernicus. Yeah, like Galileo. Like, yeah, you get killed back in the day. But as a kid, man, like seeing Carl Sagan and then seeing uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson when he took it over um, later on or whatever, seeing Carl Sagan like basically explain stuff to me in a, in a term where I can understand it when I'm eight years old. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I understand why Saturn has rings or I understand why Uranus is upside down or whatever. Like to explain that to me when I'm eight years old, I'll always love Carl Sagan for that. And, 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 and what's really cool about Carl Sagan when we send out the Voyager space probes or whatever, right? Not only did they start the Borg Star Trek, um, but they also, um, they also put a little disc on there that had a recording or whatever. And that was Carl Sagan's idea. It's like kids laughing Real cool shit like that or whatever. So eventually, when it fly past some system in the universe at some point, it's going to be like picked up and they're going to spin that gold record and it's going to be our, like kids' voice on it. I think that's dope. And I, I, I just love what Carl Sagan did. And Neil deGrasse Tyson, who is like my second favorite or whatever, he's inspired and he was actually mentored by Carl Sagan. So. I'm big on that. My only thing about Neil deGrasse Tyson, I love everything he do or whatever. I haven't. He he is so skeptical about aliens or whatever. I don't blame but, him. But then my, that's a whole nother show, though. We'll do that on I another know, show. But his skepticism is that they wouldn't be interested in us. Uh, and I, I don't think know if they would be interested in us because we, we were interested in them if we, they exist. We interested interested in plants which could be the most boring shit ever right. until you get to the micro anything's shit. interesting if you research it yeah so like for example if we digging on mars right now right now we got a, a helicopter on mars that's crazy y'all and we got a rover on mars driving around mars if we digging on mars and right now right in mars we digging on mars and right now we discover microbial life like bacteria the whole world would freak out and we would be interested in them. And you think to yourself, bacteria on Mars shouldn't be that interesting. Bullshit. That's crazy. So I get what you're saying about that. So that's yeah, that's good that we got to go over our favorite astronomers and scientists and shit real quick. Now just for Better the space. For the, the big bang. But no, hold on. Okay. Who's your favorite Star Trek captain? My favorite oh, you already know mine. <laughs> you best <laughs> You are ham Who and eggs. <laughs> Cisco. Hey. Listen, it's everybody the out there in, in, in the Hood Science Podcast listeners, we don't even have a name for y'all yet. We got to come up with something for, for y'all or whatever. But everybody out there that's listening, man, we big time Trekkies. We big time Trekkies. And uh, Captain Cisco, me and Tank call uh, Jonathan Avery, Ham, Captain Ham and Egg. 
Cause he talks like this on every episode. But I realized that Star Trek. All right, Brit. Bye, Brit. I realized that that's a regular thing with everybody. They're yeah. all theater yeah. actors. What yeah. the fuck? They're all theater and actors. Deanna on Next Generation. Deanna Troy. This bitch get fucked by everybody. <laughs> it's aliens pretending to be shit the fucker. It's aliens yeah. trying to rape her. The, the, what the fuck yeah, is the, this? The rape baby episode <laughs> on Next Generation is crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. No, man. It's a, it's an episode. Not, no, Deanna. Is that? Deanna Troy. Beverly Crusher. Oh, well, Wait, the, ghost, the ghost banger? No, the parasite. Oh, the parasite. Was a parasite. Oh, that's a, no, that's a trill. Because it's just the like parasite fucked the grandmama, yeah. the mama, and Beverly. Yeah. And she was like, but I'm in love with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's one of the worst episodes of Star Trek ever. And I seen, shout out to Bud. I seen memes to Bud of the ghost that be like, Beverly. And the ghost have a little hard dick. That shit's so funny, man. But yeah, my favorite Star Trek captain is Janeway. Y'all hate me. Go ahead. Come in the comments. Say stuff to me. Hate me. I know I'm I, I know you I mad. don't hate you. I just don't understand. But she's the greatest starship captain of all time. Because a starship captain or whatever, they she would have got uh, Ben or God would have got or Kurt would have got them back to Earth within twelve hours. <laughs> <laughs> this bit was gone for seven years. <laughs> they was on the other side of the galaxy. So let's talk about that, y'all. Let's roll that into going back to space. So what we want to talk about is the size of the universe today, the Big Bang theory, and expansion or whatever. So the uni- the, the the Milky Way galaxy is roughly, depending on who you ask, eighty to one hundred and twenty thousand light years across, right? So the Milky Way galaxy is that far across. So basically in Star Trek, referencing fiction to uh, to make sense of re- reality, we're going to probably do that a lot on here. But on the Star Trek Voyager or whatever, they got flung across the galaxy to the other side of the galaxy. So the Earth is on this side. They got flung to the other side. Basically the side that we can't see because the, the galactic disc blocks all of it because it's too many stars and dust in the middle or whatever, the Milky Way. So they got flung to the other side and they were saying it would take them, how much did they say, 70 years to get back across based on their FTL, which means faster than light travel, which is warp drive. We'll talk about that on another episode. But um, the thing is about that, y'all, y'all know light speed has a definite speed that you can't, you can't go past it going back to Einstein. Light speed is the speed limit of the universe. Anything that has mass cannot travel faster than the speed of light which is what, 200 and some odd thousand Whatever. kilometers a second. So you can't travel faster than that if you have mass because you would need an extra extra um, amount or, or an infinite, my bad, an infinite amount of energy to obtain light speed, even if you weigh one atom, right? You would need an infinite amount of energy because photons have no mass. So um, that being said, that's why it's almost impossible for us to go to other stars with the technology we have now or us to travel the galaxy or us to even think that we'll make it to another galaxy because galaxies, even though Andromeda is coming right for us, and so is the Triangulum, I believe. But on average, everything in the universe is moving away from each other because after the Big Bang Theory, the universe expands. It thought that it was contracting, but it's, it's not. Expanding. It's expanding. And that's called the, the, the Hubble is- effect fucking weird right the further something gets away from you right um the the redder the light gets it's well, called if, red shift. if something is this 
expanding, right? Then that means that it's a force pushing it, pushing it. But the force, the force makes sense. That's why they think it's a big bang theory. Because if something's going away from you, right? How do you see where that started? You reverse it. You backtrack it to see where it started. So if something, if everything's expanding away from each other, then what you do is you crunch it. You constrict it back in. As you constrict it back in, you realize everything constricts back to one singular point, which initiates back to the Big Bang. Now, we don't know what caused it or what started it or whatever, but if you do the universal expansion and reverse that, it goes to the I would like to know how dense can something get? Is it a limitation? Infinite. And see, that's what the Big Bang, because remember, everything in the universe was put into a singular point. And when we say singular point, y'all don't even, like, it's it's like, it's a lot of stuff, y'all, and I know a lot of It's hard for me to understand. It's hard for the human brain. Because when you say point, we thinking of a dot. But this is like an infinite well, 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 point. Well, let me tell you what I think about. Because remember, space time didn't exist. I know. Let me tell you what I think about when I think about a point. When I think about a point mm-hmm. or whatever, I think about numbers. Okay. And when I think about numbers, it's like, okay. Or I think about length. Right. Length with Numbers height. or right. length or whatever. Okay, this is 12 centimeters. This is five. This is one. This is point one. This is point one 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 one. This is point one one. And the see, numbers can go the, on And that's forever. what I was about to say. So what exactly is a fucking point? We don't understand math infinity, don't, though. Math don't Because say when that. you reverse back yeah. to the Big Bang, everything in the universe, all the matter and space-time was condensed into something that was infinitely small and infinitely massive. Yeah. So think about that. So, like, the density is infinite. The, the the it's like you say it goes on forever. Yeah, that's why the I don't. The point think is infinite. When when math says a point, I don't think that's a real thing. That's, but do you remember when well, people say things, they say it so that we can understand yeah. it. Our brain, a human brain, can't even understand that. Yeah. We can't even understand infinity. I think it's impossible to get a point. Maybe so. Oh yeah, because it always can be a decimal, a millimeter, or something, or something smaller. Something smaller always can be something smaller. Right. Or whatever. So how can we get to a point? That shit fuck your mind up. Yeah. And how can an infinite number? It's like take this room, all of this room, and compact it into a microscopic something that we can't see, mm-hmm. or whatever. And the Big Bang is that times billions. But see another thing too. What why think, did it here, here's here's something here's something that I think a lot of people get lost in the sauce with the Big Bang and when you're thinking of that point, right? When you think of everything in an infinitely dense, dense, small, and massive thing, you're thinking of it in as in space-time. However, space did not exist. Remember, space is a result of the universe. And when I say space, I mean so existence. Existence. Because here's the thing. The universe, the observable universe, is 13.8 billion years across. Right? That's, but is that because of light? Yes. That's because of how far light can travel. That's how far we can see. That's called the observable universe. And the observable universe is different for everybody. So if I go a billion years to my left, I'm going to be able to see from that spot more to my left than I can see from here, but less to my right than I can see from here. 
because the observable universe is 13.8 billion years from wherever you are. There's no number on how fast space moves. That's the point. So then now, but the universe is expanding faster than the speed of light because space expansion is not limited to the speed of light what? because space is expanding into nothing. This is going to be the first and last episode of Science. science. <laughs> <laughs> because, wait, because like space is expanding. And then we got to say, what the fuck is space? Space is what we exist in. I can explain space. Space has matter. So even if I send you out into the middle, pew, shoot well, wait, wait, wait. Space is expanding faster than the light, and something that is expands as fast as the light can't have matter. So space itself. No, no, no. Something, something can't travel faster than light if it has mass. Matter, if mass. It has mass. Right, which is matter. You're right. One atom is mass. Yeah. If it has mass, it can't travel faster than the speed of light within space. Outside of space, there are no rules. Yeah. So with so so space, the universe is. But, but how do we thing. know how fast the shit it's moving? Spread. Okay. For example, think of it like this: If I current, if I if I get a driveway, right? If I got a driveway, everybody out there, think of your driveway at the house, right? And I turn on the water hose, and that water comes out of the hose and splashes down on the driveway. What what do it start doing, cause when the water hits down, it start running down, right? So think of the driveway is concrete, right? Is concrete and water the same? No. no. So the water is flowing. It's not restricted to the movement of the concrete. Concrete might move left or right based on how it shifts or whatever, but the water is not restricted to the movement well, of the well, concrete. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. It is restricted to the concrete because water moves as fast as the surface that is right, on. but I'm just doing this for an example so we yeah. can visually realize it. What space is the water? It's flowing, it's expanding out, but it's expanding into nothing. There's nothing there to restrict it. Now, let's say, for example, let's scale it up, right? So we're still on the driveway, we still got the water. If I'm inside of the water, now it's splashing down, and let's say the water is big enough that I can swim inside the water. If I can swim inside the water, I'm restricted to the laws of physics, which is how fast I can swim through the water, how fast is my thermodynamics, how fast is the motor that I'm using, the energy that I have, or whatever. However, the water itself is not restricted to the expansion. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So space is like the space is the water. And what space is spanning into is the concrete. And we are in space. So, like, and we're inside the water. So, if I'm swimming in the water or whatever, right, I never know or I never can interact with the concrete. See, this shit is infinitely unknown because it's or whatever if, I mean, water is something or whatever. And space is, I, first of all, I don't think we know what exactly it. Water space is. It's something, though. That's a good point. So water is something. Okay, so when you think of that analogy, think of concrete as nothing. Water is something. Why does concrete has to be nothing? It, 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 because we don't understand Cause, cause, it. No, that's no. what I'm saying. We don't understand Cause it. Because that's just what I'm saying about space. We don't know what's outside of space. So when we talk about concrete, it could be concrete. It could be beach sand. It could be grass. Right. It could be a smooth gravel. What is and space in, but that's the thing. Upon? In theory, in theory, though, based on how the theory of relativity works and how we work and stuff like that, 
if we could, which we can never get to the edge of the universe and jump outside of the edge of the universe, we wouldn't exist no more. We only can exist within the universe. So we'll never know what's outside of the universe, nor can we use, you were saying math, one plus one is what? It's two. two. No matter how you feel about it. How can we use that math and explain what's outside of the universe? How can one plus one not be two? I don't know, but I've heard niggas say it. I've seen scientific shit on YouTube. Uh, it, how it can't, you seen the shit that I said I to y'all? I can't understand. Wait, the nigga was like one times three is not. No, what was it? One, something it to the third power. Was, no, one times zero is not zero. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I what? I something I did. <laughs> what are you talking about? One times zero is zero. But. Because it, I, I get what it's saying because it's an infinite number of shit. I'm just saying, I don't think. I know. See, we understand the shit that interacts with space and how space interacts but with see, matter. Space is us. Space is matter. No, we. What's no, outside no, no, of no. that? We're not space, space. Isn't expanding into space? No. When I say space, I'm thinking about it like this. this let me tell you what I think about when I think about space. I, when I think about space, I think of a plane mm-hmm. or a space time, a plane like mm-hmm. a mattress. The the was it Einstein? I don't know who the fuck did it. Yeah. And the bowling ball. Or whatever. Oh, yeah. Space is a plane. And if a that's why I really don't get gravity as a force. But, I don't really but think But space it is. is also flat though. Or whatever. Yeah, space is flat. That's until what you mean matter, by plane. Space is flat. Until matter warps it. Right. And makes shit go down. But see, this is this is good. I'm glad you brought that up. So people don't understand this either. The universe is infinite. And what I mean by that is this. Like, so space is a plane, right? And what we mean by plane is flat. But when y'all think flat, y'all think of a tabletop, y'all think of a countertop, whatever. But however, no, there is no top, bottom, left, right, up and down in space. That's relative to you and your perspective. Wherever you go in space, when we say space is flat, what that means is if I sh- if if you start going up, You'll never come back to the same spot you started. I think of space like a marshmallow. If if it's a marshmallow, and you push up, then uh, whatever. Well, it can't. It can't do that. That's what I'm saying. That's a cylinder. That's that's a curved space. Space so, is not curved. So if if space it's, is flat. So space has to be something that's uh flat, but is upward gravity. So, but it's no such thing as upward gravity. We perceive gravity as up or down. If it's a space plane and I push this way, everything, if it's dense enough, is going to go this way. Right. Now, if it's... Because you're folding space. All right. Now, if we're in space and if enough density and I push this way, would everything go... It depends on your perspective. It depends on your perspective. I think so. If you start that, all this shit is waves, right. like quantum theory say, because it makes no sense. Yeah, because because like, if you start in a if you start in a spot, and me and you we on the same planet, and then everybody that's listening to hood science, we all on the same planet. You're facing based on the planet. You're facing north. I'm facing west, and the hood science loyalty is facing east. We all go straight, right into space. The, what we mean by space is flat, we will never come back to those starting points again. No. Now, what we, if space was curved or is curved, which no, I not, doubt no, it, like, then when we go north, east, west, 
we should all you shouldn't enter you shouldn't see us at all however you would come back to your point Mm -hmm. me and the hood science followers should at some point intersect and come back around now this can be demonstrated by using the earth for example the earth is huge a lot of y'all out there think the earth flat you guys are idiots the earth ain't flat but at the same time or whatever a lot of we gonna have to have a flat earth episode and the earth ain't even huge enough for you not to realize that's that not round right but let's say for example you on earth or whatever and you think the earth flat whatever right so the earth is quote unquote flat so you start walking in one direction or going in one direction whether that means at some point you got to get on a boat or whatever whatever eventually you're going to come back to the same spot right that's impossible on a flat earth because if I go in a straight line on the flat earth, not a rounded line, not a curved line, a straight line, I can never come back to the and same you point. you will not even realize that you went curved. Right. Because, and the reason why you don't is because the increments is so small of turning. That, that you wouldn't even know. Yeah. Right. So that's why, like, so now expand that up to the universe, which is. The, the observable universe is 13.8 billion light years across. That's how far we can see. The actual universe is based on the rate of expansion and how old we know the universe is based on the speed of light and how much light we can see. We know that the universe is 93 billion light years across, right? So 13.8 billion light years is what we can see. And the whole universe itself is ninety three point eight billion light years. That's across. a ridiculous number. You know you can't how even think about you know that. how many human civilizations could have came and went in ninety billion years. Yeah, I mean that's why. That's why the only thing I like about Star. But War- remember, the universe hasn't existed for ninety billion years. The universe has existed for thirteen point eight billion years billions whatever the yeah, fuck yeah but a lot it, have could it have don't matter because yeah. when i look at the only thing that i like about the star wars shit is you say it started a long long time ago and a long long way ago because <laughs> nigga we uh we had like this shit is precious but you say 13 billion yeah Two billion years ago, it could have been a whole different shit. Well, two billion years ago, it could have been a whole nother star here. Five million years ago, it could have been different. Six billion, yeah, it could have been a whole. It's like us a whole different shit. But see, that's the thing. Let's they talk don't about integrate it. that shit into Star Trek shit. Either. But see, that's the thing. Not we, enough. We talk about space and space time. People don't. People don't understand. Time was created by space. That's another thing too. So say you can get outside. I think I'm on Einstein part of that where I think it's one in the same. They are. Space and time is the same thing. Well, when you said time was invented by space, I don't think that's exactly It's true. like chicken and egg. I, yeah, I think it's, yeah, I think but it's see, that's the same thing. thing. So that's why I said outside of our universe, if we ever did get outside the 93 billion light year crest of the universe or whatever, we wouldn't exist because time doesn't exist outside the universe. So outside of space, there is no time. You need space to have time. And but and, time is relative, and at the same time, that's why I say space produces time. And time is, I time is the most the, the the shit that I love to watch on YouTube mostly is time shit because it like I'm talking to you right now, and a second ago, infinitely second ago because mm-hmm. numbers keep going infinitely or whatever. 
whatever it is, think about it as five minutes, ten minutes, five seconds, point five, oh, oh, oh. That shit still exists. Yeah. Because in a straight line of space or whatever, I go straight to you in space and it's that time. But when at the speed of light. Right. And this is at the speed of light. Because you have mass. We know it's shit that could go faster than the speed of light, but it's right. space, not matter or photons or whatever right. the fuck you want to call it. So, or whatever. So, I'm looking at you from this part of space. I go straight to you, this going to happen. But if I curve a little bit, even though it's going straight, this will happen, I'm going into your past. If I go that way, I'm going to get to you when you're in the future. So what that telling me is we never die. But you know, time time is perception. Who dies? It's like, what's the movie? Interstellar, right? So they try their best. This is why I said time makes space. Because in Interstellar, Gargantua is the black hole that they go to to check out these three planets or whatever. So on one of the planets, it's so close to the black hole, time passes on that planet. Should have never went to slower. that motherfucker. Yeah, slower than it does in normal space. So, for the guy that stayed back on the ship, it was 30 years. For the team that was on the planet, it was two hours or whatever. So, that's time dilation. Time passes slower for those who are um, observing it. So, but that's because of space and gravity and the folding of time. So, without space... Time doesn't exist. That's why I say space creates time. But can you have time without space? So, so without space, I don't think so. Without space, you can't have time. Because I look at time. But like, can you have? Well, I guess I'm saying the same thing both ways. But without space, you can't have time. I look at time as the the film for a movie. When back when the movie theaters used to have to physically turn the shit, right or whatever. I look at time like that is a second, second, second. You have to click that shit. Right, like frame by frame. Or whatever. We're yeah. not going to notice it just like we don't notice time passing. But time is relative. Space. And like I said, outside of the 93 billion light year across universe that we're expanding into or whatever, like time doesn't exist because space doesn't exist. I think that is, yeah, that is next greatest realization if anybody could figure out that shit space and time right because i guess under in theory and i'm i'm just now we've been giving i'm proud of us we've been giving some good like actual facts so far for the first 35 minutes of the show i'm a youtube scholar my yeah he ain't get off the rails yet so i'm proud i'm proud of that but i'm about to go into some just wonky theory kind of off top of the dome so like if you go outside of space time and get outside of the observable 93 billion light year across universe, and you look back at the universe, if this was possible, could you see the beginning and the end of the universe all at the same time? I don't think it's possible. Not yet, because I don't well, try. Of course it ain't possible right now. Well, no, saying, no, like, no, no, just conceptually. I don't try to conceptualize time in my mind. I don't think that it's possible, because like with a 2D creature, a 2D creature can't conceptualize can't 3D. Conceptualize Just like we can't conceptualize 4D. Or whatever. We can't conceptualize 4D. 
You know, or five D, or six D, or eight D, or maybe they just ain't think about it yet, and we they can't have do no time it. to. You can't do it. How if, can if you? you're one dimensional? You can't see two dimensions, but you, we can see both. If you're left, if you left, how can the fuck can you see right? Or if yeah, you're a, a straight plane. How the fuck if something from uh uh, uh what do you call it height? What do you call it? vertical? Vertical. You're a 2D creature. It's something something vertical comes down to smash you. All you, you see is something appearing. Yeah. And your nigga getting the fucked up. And you say it's God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, like, you don't fucking know. But what we can do is realize that something is happening that we don't understand. Time passes. But see, I wonder if we got a grasp of time or understanding of time. Not at all. Could we stop time? And what I mean by that is. If remember now, time is relative to the observer. We know that for a fact, right? That's a fact. That's like one plus one is two. Time is relative to the observer. So say, for example, if I observe time differently than you observe time, could I live longer? Yeah. So and I know I, but know, see, I, I can I can tell you a factual way we can do that yeah, right now. But see, I don't know what live longer means. I'll tell you. I don't know so if for that, example, does that mean you're gonna feel like you live that's longer? That's what I'm trying to say. Because when twins, the twins experiment, but the twins, neither one of them feel like they I mean live shorter or longer. But talking about they the did. two twins that went into space. Yeah, if they right. did. However, that goes back into using Interstellar for a reference. When they went down to the planet that was close to Gargantuan and they was on there for two hours to them. It was two hours. They came back. The guy in the spacecraft, it had been 30 years. So, and he's, he's not, that's my thing. Now that they're back together in the same time space, right? Staying space time. They're now living at the same length, but he's not going to slow down who, how he's living and they're not going to speed up how they're living. So he's going to die faster than them. Even though to them, they've been alive the same amount of time. But to him, he's been alive 30 wait, no, more wait, years. Wait, wait, no. See, they haven't been alive. That, that's the they thing. have, though. They have. Well, the, the reason why they haven't is because he's lived 30 years. He's lived all that. They've been gone for two hours. But how much time actually but passed? I'm saying, but, but this is my thing. 30 years to them is still going to be the same 30 years to him as far as feeling. Right. Observing. Right. But that's my thing. So time is no, rel- no. Wait, time wait. is relative. That means that time don't really exist. Do it. I mean it does, but here's what I'm saying. Time is you were saying conceptually. Time is one of those things that is relative and conceptually does like, for example, it was two hours. Matter of fact, that's mathematically true that it was two hours to them. To him it was thirty years. Who's right? Uh, this goes back to my thing that I was telling Who's you. Who's right? This goes back to my thing that I was telling you about. I was the answer to, is they both are. I was about to tell you how length and the length of something is bullshit. I think the whole, first of all, I think the whole universe, is it can't be proven yet, but I think it's all vibrations and shit. That string theory shit, I think that's vibrations shit. I don't know string what String the theory fuck. got a lot of holes in I it, boy. I have no idea what it means. I don't know what it means. But if I see, if I see this train Go from here to there. And I clock it from here to there. And then another person is on the train and they clock it going from point A to point B. And it's a different time. 
Einstein's theory says both of them are correct. That's what I was say. They're both correct. So, because it's relative what to the, the observer. Fuck is reality. But see, that's the thing about humans, and this. <laughs> so, so everybody out there in hood science nation, I want y'all to think about this. This is what's wrong with humans. We want to put everything in a human perspective. So, like to a human, somebody got to be right. Somebody got to be wrong. We can't understand that two things can be correct at the same time. Well, quantum theory not that out the fucking park. But how we many, ain't gonna get into that? Yeah, that's a whole nother episode. Yeah. How many of y'all niggas out there actually know what quantum theory is? Yeah, that's yeah. Not, yeah. I'm pretty sure we what forty we forty minutes and twenty five seconds in. We have like probably four listeners at this point. Mm-hmm. They're all not niggas. <laughs> But y'all should ch- hey, listen. If you still listening at this point, we appreciate you. That means we not we don't sound crazy, and that's cool. Um, if y'all want to uh, hit us up or talk to us or whatever, hit us on the Facebook page at Hood Science Podcast, or I think it's just Hood Science. Just yeah, it's just Hood Science. Hit us up on Hood Science. You'll see us as me and Tank on there with some beakers and stuff like that. And you can listen to us wherever. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, and pass the podcast around man um every episode gonna be like this now every episode ain't necessarily gonna be about space we're gonna talk about everything vaccines philosophy it's a lot of science shit it's a lot of stuff to go over it's matter of fact it's an infinite Mm. amount of things that we can go over but with this is it a it i want to ask you this because quantum theory is quantum theory and uh, einstein was on the big shit is it an infinite Number of small you could get to. We don't know. I know we got quarks and 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 weird quarks and all of those things that are small. We don't know how much smaller it can get. Yeah, God think about man. this, y'all. What if it's a whole other universe, a whole other shit going on? This how I want to tell get. people about because I think sometimes you're right. The quantum level of shit is more interesting than what we started the show talking about. So a light year is six trillion miles across, right? So do six trillion times ninety three billion. That's how big the universe is. Okay, that's huge. I know your mind can't even. Another thing is though, what the fuck is small? Okay, that's what I was about to get to now. Yeah. I know your mind can't even conceive what I said. So I'm gonna say it one more time. Do six trillion times ninety three billion. That's how large. The universe is in any direction you point. That's how large the universe is. And it's getting larger by the second. Okay. The, uh, the probability of us meeting the aliens is very is improbable. Very low. The probability. Well, we ought to talk about the firmer paradox on the episode. The probability of us meeting somebody from a different time paradox is more. I think that would be more than meeting aliens. Yes. Now, let's go back around. So we just said that's the biggest thing we can bring up is the actual universe. Now I'm going to do several small things in a row. Okay, everybody in your mind, think of your car, right? Now put a quarter on your car. Put a quarter on your car in your mind. Get your your mental image, yeah. That faggot. George, whoa. <laughs> Ruin the show before it comes. Ruin the show before it comes. Well, we he done. was. We done now. It's a whole different culture listening to this. Ruin the show before it starts. Anywho, 
It's hood science, y'all. So we hood. But listen, yeah. Listen. So you take a car, you put a quarter on your car on the hood. Compare the size of the quarter to your car. The car is way bigger than the quarter, right? Now I take that quarter and I want you to put an ant on the quarter, right? Now compare the size of the ant to the quarter, right? Now take an atom. An atom is so small that that ant is made up of millions. Not, not <laughs> millions. I thought you were going to talk about a conceptual. But see, this is my point. This is what my, this is what I'm saying, y'all. This this universe thing is insane. This universe thing is insane. So you take the ant, you put it on the quarter, right? The quarter is bigger than the ant. Then you take the ant and you look at an atom. Compare, let's say, because it's a carbon-based life form, so a carbon atom. That carbon atom is millions of those to make up that one singular ant, right? And I can't even say it's not the number ain't infinite, but I don't know what the number is of how many of those ants I would have to stretch across the universe to stretch across the whole universe. And guess what? That atom is just the beginning of the atomic level because below the atomic level we have the quantum level quartz strings to explain this and right that. but i was saying when i'm with all of this shit and, and, and guess what when the universe started for the big bang it was smaller than that i'm gonna say uh with us being our size what if something is Cause all the shit is it's relative. It like if something is fifteen billion times taller than us, what is it gonna see? A atom? Is it gonna see a little speck? That's the thing. And now, if something is twenty billion times smaller than us, what are we gonna see? We might see. I mean, I don't know how, how we can't see. It. Yeah, we can't see. Can't so how the fuck it. we know that quarks, strings is the smallest shit? We don't know. Well, we can observe a quark. Yeah, we can see. We it. can observe. Well, no, we can observe how it interacts with other. Yes, we can see matter. Um, that's yeah. That's my point. We can see how shit interacts. Yeah. Now, if somebody's twenty billion times, they can see how we interact with shit, but they don't see that we have molecules, and right? Cells. They, yeah, because they are the molecules. And yes. Cells. So, if something a quark, we have no idea if that shit has other. It goes smaller than that. Yeah, We're saying that we can't go smaller than the quark. But that's the thing. Once you get smaller than that, that goes into the whole. Well, are you in at this point? Are you in another universe? Yeah. Are like you know what I'm saying? Because technically, a black hole is infinitely dense. So is a black hole a quark? Are we all just wait, inside a black, black hole? Is black holes infinitely dense, or is they mm-hmm. just? Or is well, it no black wait. holes that just so they have, dense. They have they mass. Have a certain, no, yeah. my bad. They have mass. They all have different levels of mass, yeah. but the point in space is like it's an infinitely dense point. What's the force? The of, singularity. What, what do humans? You goddamn humans! I'm an alien. <laughs> what do humans say? The four forces in this year: strong nuclear strong force. Nuclear. Weak nuclear force, electromagnetism, and what's the other one? Gravity. Gravity. I don't understand. I never understood how they could put gravity into that equation. Because gravity, you like it's it's a force of nature. Like it is it's it's like for example. So when you say the four the four forces, nuclear force, weak nuclear and strong nuclear force is the interaction of atoms amongst each other. So if I smash two atoms together, they become something else. That's nuclear, 
right? That's what happens inside the sun and some brown dwarfs or whatever, right? Okay, electromagnetism is literally like y'all thinking, magnets and how electricity and electrostatic sticks things together. Literally, planets are built off electromagnetism. They did an experiment in space where they took a bag and it had salt and sugar in it. And, you know, on Earth, a bag of salt and sugar is just all like at the bottom of the bag. Well, in space, when he shook it up, it started clumping together. But that was because of electromagnetism. That's the beginnings of a planet. Okay, and then the last thing is gravity. Because gravity affects everything in but nature. No, 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 no. You ain't see. This is my this this be my beef with gravity being a force of nature. Because when you just said that, you didn't explain it. Like, cause we don't we can't explain that shit. Yes, yes. Stop playing with me. No, 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 man. Because this is this is what gravity is. Gravity. It, okay, I think space is the dilation of space time based on the mass of an object. Yes. So it's space time, and then you. Diluted. It's something else, mass, Diluting space push time. it down on it or whatever. So that I don't see how they say that's the same as electromagnetism and all other shit. Because electromagnetism is the dilation of objects based on electricity and magnetism. That is it, electromagnetism. And the nuclear forces what is, is the dilation of atoms uh, or things on the atomic level based on pressures and atoms like i don't know i'm just spitballing i know but i'm saying like gravity. i'm a questioner yeah like gravity, i'm a questioner gravity itself though is definitely a force of nature because you can't get around that shit no matter where you are in the universe gravity is a, a slide is a slide is a force of nature that's what it is though everything in the universe has to abide by those four things so whether i'm here or I'm 92 billion light years away or 42 billion light years away or one light year away. No matter where you are in the universe, the weak nuclear force, the strong nuclear force, electromagnetism and gravity is there. Period. Mm -hmm. Like no matter what, if you give an object mass, there's those four things that affect that object. Every so single one of them. space is outside of that. Space is that. If you're in space, those four things are a result of space. They're like basically like how you take medicine, you have a side effect. The side effects of space is weak nuclear force, strong nuclear force, electromagnetism, and gravity. Outside of space, I don't even know if those things exist. Now you get into, and we'll have an episode about that. Then you get into multiverse. So there may be a universe where there is no gravity. There may be a universe where I don't really understand that because yeah, you can. Space, I can explain that to you in two seconds. Space is space, right? All right, but gravity, gravity is this. No, but no, we don't know why gravity is. This. No, I know we know why gravity is. No, space. we don't because space is space. Space is a plane. However, and if something of matter exists on that plane, you push that space right. down. But that is the rules of this universe. So when you get into multiversal theories. There can be another universe well, where gravity, but wait, where gravity doesn't exist. So after their Big Bang, gravity doesn't exist. So instead of having planets and stars and black holes and people, you just got energy expanding into nothing. See, I, I want to say this: the how, reason why how we have does things, gravity not exist because it's okay. The reason why, okay, for example, yeah. now see, this is yeah. really deep. <laughs> How does gravity not This exist? is really deep, right? Because yeah. space when is space. The Big Bang yeah. happens, right? Event, when the Big Bang initially happens, there weren't like atoms, there weren't 
like any, it wasn't anything. It's like a fog or a soup of energy. And then God said, "Let that be like." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's worse, that or this on that show, but <laughs> but it's like a soup. They call it the primordial primordial soup or whatever, like a, right? Like a caterpillar turning it into a butterfly. It's like it's a soup. So then eventually, at some point, the soup clotted together like your blood and made helium, or is it hydrogen? Which one? Which what's H one? The first thing on the periodic table. We probably should know this having a science show. It's hydrogen. Okay, so eventually it came together and made hydrogen. And then once you had hydrogen particles, then you had helium particles. And then those when the, that's because of the forces. Now say for whatever reason, because remember, we don't understand why these forces actually exist. We understand, like you said, how they interact with things within this universe, but we don't understand why they're within this universe. So if there's another universe, we're going multiversal again, and it has no gravity, that hydrogen part atom will never form because you need the four forces. You need the weak nuclear force, the strong nuclear force, electromagnetism, and gravity. You need all of those to exist for one atom. If you don't have one of those things, that atom will never form. But so now you just got expanding energy. I know my beef and remember, with, inertia is a property of matter because yeah. energy is matter. Go yeah. ahead. I know my beef with gravity is because it takes something else to make that force. It's not just a simple force or something right like you need matter to come in and push something down because the only way you get gravity is if something is pushing down space but that's but that's you can't have gravity without matter it's still one plus one is two because there's a force called thrust and you can't have thrust without ignition so electromagnetism how do you get that no, you, no, no. You okay. rub two objects together strong, or, or strong, things have static. Force and, and, For and whatever that. reason, well, see, this is the same thing. Like, remember, gravity gravity is the weakest force. That's it, almost, it, ain't one. it almost don't exist. Because remember, I'm going to prove this shit. I can I don't use, know how, I'm going to be the iron side of this I shit. Can <laughs> use, I can use the first three forces to overcome gravity. Yeah. I can use the weak nuclear force, the strong nuclear force, and electromagnetism to overcome gravity. Because I could take a magnet right now and run it over the top of some metal and pick that shit up off the ground and overcome gravity. Gravity is the weakest of the forces. So, okay, so here's an example. Oh, because the strong nuclear force and the weak nuclear force, they have particles that do that shit. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. They gravity doesn't have, it's, they not don't a do gra- anything. it's not a gravity particle. Right, however. The other shit has particles. However, say for example. What are we doing? Say for example, the equation yeah. of gravity, just to make it simplified for y'all. Let's say the equation of gravity is one times three equals, what's one times three? Three, right? Or whatever. So let's say for another universe, the equation of gravity is two times three equals six. Y'all understand we just doubled the force of gravity. So now with the force of gravity doubled, that would mean that the force of the other three forces of nature would have to be stronger to overcome gravity. As of right, so so what that would mean, and we're gonna wrap the show up on this. The universe is expanding into nothing. Eventually, we'll have what is called a heat death, where everything's just so far spaced out and so far apart that it's nothing left. It's just okay. die of cold. That's heat death. Now, let's get into another theory of the end of the universe, real quick, called the big crunch. The big crunch is essentially what I was just saying, like the other universe. So the three forces of nature, the strong nuclear force, the weak nuclear force, 
and electromagnetism are all stronger than gravity, which in turns is why gravity, why things are expanding away from each other at an exponential speed with the Hubble constant, right? If gravity was three or uh, two times three equals six instead of one times three equals three, then all of a sudden those forces wouldn't be able to do that. And the universe would never actually expand out to a certain, it would have a limit to its expansion. And then it would start coming back together. So that would change the rules. So the big crunch theory is that eventually the universe is it's like a rubber band. You stretch it and it bounce back. The universe is going to hit that threshold where gravity says, I, 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 on this level of expansion, y'all ain't stronger than me. So then gravity started pulling everything back together again. And then eventually it goes back into an infinite point because as you gain the mass, the gravity grows and it goes back into an infinite point. And then when it's an infinite point, boom, big bang again. Then it stretches all out, does it all over. Basically like a long breathing, stretching in and out. First episode. Oh, I understand. I understand completely. Of hood science in the books. I personally I like really, this show. I was really skeptical about talking about this space shit. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck, nigga? I said, let's talk about this. You didn't want to talk about space. But it shows. Yeah. Talk about some science shit, goddammit. We're going to go. This is what it is, y'all. We got to expand ourselves on a lot of things as black people. We know it's not just black people listening. And we appreciate everybody that's listening. From, from from everybody that's listening on the show, we we appreciate you greatly. And we know it's just not black people or people of color. But as African Americans from the hood and people of color, we have to expand our minds and expand our limitations. Okay? Open up so we don't have limitations. So shows like this hopefully will inspire you to get into science, to get into philosophy, to get into mathematics. And things like this. Me and Tank right now, we flying by the seat of our pants. We don't even know what we're doing. However, after that first episode that we just had, I kind of feel like I'm okay with this. This is going to be good because we're going to get into some stuff. And we didn't mess up, y'all. I thought we was going to give a whole bunch of like, uh, well, I know it's some number, bogus facts or whatever. We did good. We do what we can. We're not motherfucking near. Tyson, what's the Neil name? DeGrasse Tyson. Neil DeGrasse Tyson. Yeah, I don't even like However, white bitches. Though, I think but he love them. I think. Shout out the fact that you just <laughs> said that again, and you had your earlier slip up earlier. I think it's a good show to show y'all that you can't judge a book by the cover. Oh yeah. So that's from the white people that listen. Oh, you yeah. can't judge a book by its cover. We from the hood, like we really from the hood. Like we might as well be plies. And trick juvenile daddy. or trick daddy <laughs> sitting down talking about space time like dead ass. That might as well be like what it is. And I'm cool with that. And hopefully you cool with that, too. And you'll come back for another episode of uh, Hood Science. So at the end of Hood Science, bro. Uh, well, OK, so everybody, we are for all our first time listeners. Our media company, our parent company is called Hater Bear Media. So on Hater Bear Media, we have multiple podcasts. We have a Bro Listen podcast, Flag on the Play podcast, which is a podcast about uh, the Jags. Bro Listen is a podcast about black social political issues. We have the Casting Couch podcast, which is a love sex podcast. We have, uh, what else still at the call? Oh yeah! Uh, no oh, static. no static. No yeah, static, shout out nigga. to no static. It's like the Seinfeld podcast. This podcast about nothing, yeah. but it's great. So y'all check that out. 
or whatever. And now we got hood science. We used to be called outhouse music, but no longer is that. That's my last time saying that for the duration of the rest of this show. And hey, next week we're gonna have an intro and all, y'all. Cause I'm so the way up. I want to end this shit is uh uh both. But wait, no, I got I was gonna say we from hey, we from it. Hater Bear Media. And I want y'all to check out everything on Hater Bear Media if you like this show. And check us out next week because we're going to be coming week to week. However, on the end of Bro Listen Podcast, we always end things with uh, a black person to look up and research. We ain't going to do that on him. We're going to end things with something scientific. God damn it. See, that's what I was going to say. Shut your ass up. I ain't want to end with a because we do a final thought on Bro Listen and then we do a scientific thing. Well, I don't want no final thought. Or whatever. Not me neither. I don't want to so find the, I just want you to so end the, with uh, 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 give everybody out there, give the hood something to research. That's what we're going to call it. Give the hood something to research, yeah. cuz. Yeah, damn it. Uh, something to research. Yeah, then that wasn't exactly where I was going, but it's the same. It's on the same plane. Give the hood something. Yeah, damn research. it. The thing, what we talked about, space and time. Space and time. time. All right. What I want y'all to research is. Let's start with a broad spectrum at first. Research time or whatever, because I was just looking at what time is time, yeah. And you know, like I was saying early in this podcast, even me saying that shit that I said five minutes ago, it's really interesting to me how that shit is not gone. Like the past is the past, but. If you leaving from a certain distance in space on a straight arrow, you will talk to me right now. But if you leave at a certain distance at either way pointed left or right, you could talk to my past or the future. So that that's like instantly telling me that we never die. We always here. All time is just like the movie shit. Or whatever, like uh, what they call it, frames, frames, or whatever, an infinite number of frames. Like I think it's an infinite number of universes. We'll get into the uh, to the multiverse episode. Um, I'm gonna ask y'all to research into ultra massive black holes, supermassive black holes, and time dilation. We used a lot of references from Interstellar on this episode where we talked about gargantua and the time dilation that happened amongst that. Y'all look up that. So when you see a black hole in the back, you'll see this. It's like this ring kind of like Saturn that goes around the black hole. That's called an accretion disk. You can see the back of the black hole because the gravity of the black hole is so strong, it bends the light around the black hole. So you can see the back of the accretion disk on the black hole um, through gravity and the dilution of gravity in space-time. So y'all go look that up and y'all look up how with ultramassive black holes and stuff, how it bends light and how light travels. Oh, and one more thing, because I'm going to add two since it's the first episode. I said today I referenced redshift and the Hubble constant. Y'all look up the Hubble constant and let that explain to y'all how we know that things are moving away from us and how that helps us measure the distance of things in space and how far away they are. Cause. For the first time in the history of any Hater Bear Media podcast, I'm going to let you do the outro thing. Now, remember, before you do it with your drunk ass, <laughs> boy, what the hell you doing, boy? It got to be the same every time. Right. So, like, on Bro Listen, we say all power to the people, peace. On Flag on the Play, 
We say, remember, until next time, we do all until we die. Right? Uh, Everybody got an outro thing. Uh, Hater Brand Media, uh, what No Static says, like, review, subscribe, worship. That's their thing, right? Okay. Cast and Couch. Britney say something about not special uh everybody is or something. I don't know. I don't remember what Britney say. But everybody say something, cuz. What's our thing? Don't make it offensive. Hey. Uh, let me see here. Nah, nah. See, then they gonna put me on the spot. On spot. You yeah. always want to be in control of shit. I know, but goddamn, or oh, whatever. I'm pretty sure you ain't came up with your shit. On That's the why fly. I put you on the spot. On the fly, nigga. But boy, all power to the people. Peace was on the fly. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Well, here we go. Um, research and learn. Science niggas out. That's. <laughs> I'll let it ride. Yeah. <laughs>